The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back and a massive, huge shout out to Maiden Form for sponsoring this episode. I am obsessed with Maiden Form. I'm going to tell you all about it later, but I'm wearing it right now. If you're watching instead of listening, I am in this gorgeous blue number and I love, love, love it. Also, my Titas look fantastic in this. Um, I also have this in a nude color that I'm obsessed with. So again, we'll get to the episode, but I wanted to say a massive thank you to Maiden Form for sponsoring. Love ya. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to Probably a Podcast, guys. I say that with a little less glee, a little less excitement because um, here's the thing, guys. Solo podcasts, uh, they're like my favorite thing to do, but like, let's be completely honest and frank, they're hard. You have to talk for an hour to nobody and I just like, you know, sit here. I've told you guys this before, but I love it. But here's the thing. I'm at the beach and I'm doing this myself because when I go on vacation, I'm like, oh my God, Courtney, I can totally do this myself. It's totally fine. So I'm uh, I'm doing this recording myself and I recorded myself for an hour. I have the audio to prove it. She has the audio. She doesn't have the video. Okay. And I have to have video because this podcast is sponsored, as you guys heard, by the most gorgeous, Gorgina little maiden form thing you ever seen in your life so you have to see it anyways um i know you guys would say that i could just upload it but i couldn't i i did not press record so we are going to and you know what it's so funny because in the last episode which will be the exact same as this episode i hope because it was a really good one that's what sucks it was so good i had some really funny moments in there um I had this long and out. don't worry, don't you fret, I'll get to it. I had this long discussion about how life is about how you respond. And I kind of talked about that a little bit whenever I, uh, when I had my little Louis V PP situation at the airport with the dog, but like really, list, real, realistically, realistically, it really is how you respond. And yesterday I wanted to throw my literal forehead through the screen window here. And instead I took a deep breath and I laughed and I said, I could just do this again tomorrow. I'm at the beach. I could just do it again. Life is okay. Life is gravy, baby. So um, it was really funny though, because I posted about this and Claudia messaged me and she was like, you have my deepest sympathies. And Hannah Burner messaged me and was like, can you lip sync over the first one? Like people that podcast get it. This is something. So anyways, we're back, back, back again. And we're going to try this once more. I have quadruple checked. Yes, we are recording video. Yes, we are recording audio. Here we go. All right. So let's get into it. All right, let's talk about where we're at. So I'm at the beach right now, which is fabuloso, except for it's actually kind of overcasty right now. Um, yesterday it was really beautiful. James and I just decided, like, why not? Let's take ourselves on a little Valentine's Day, V-Day getaway. We were going to do the mountains. And then I was like, no, let's go somewhere where it's warm and sunny. And then so we came to the beach. We're at 30A, which is in Florida. And I'm not gonna lie it's not been that warm and sunny but that's okay because there's fantastic seafood and I fucking love fish the second I get to anywhere that's on the coast or near the water or anything I am like you shove all that fish into my booth hole fish hey you fish you get in here you get in my mouth I'm obsessed with seafood dude I just really am um I'm such a pescatarian wait no that's when you don't eat meat I'm not a pescatarian at all actually um I just love it though and you know what's crazy I being in Tennessee we really do forget because Nashville has such a beautiful food scene like we really do have so many bomb ass restaurants and uh Ben Soffer, celebrity chef and friend, he reached out to me and he was like, hey, I have a friend coming to Nashville. Can you give me a list of like great restaurants, places to go and what to do? Which is funny because like I don't have a notes app where I just keep all that. I just do because Nashville is ever changing. Like stuff is always closing. 
stuff's always opening so I don't just have like a running list which I should make that would be smart and I'll do an episode one day about like what to do in Nashville but um anyways I was putting together a list of things and I, I wrote in there because I think his friend that's coming to visit is either from New York or LA and I wrote in there like um here if he's really craving sushi here are two great sushi spots but just as a gentle reminder we are landlocked in the state of Tennessee um you know we we just have a couple man-made lakes around us so wouldn't be my go-to wouldn't be my first thing that I jump towards but like obviously because I live in Nashville and I crave sushi all the time we have great sushi restaurants so it's just funny I just love being near the sea because I just gobble up all the fish um all right so anyways we're here it's been fantastic uh Taylor and Mike are absolutely the best friends ever they're letting us stay at their fabulous condo you guys check them out on Airbnb this place the Chateau Monaco it is lit like it's so nice Taylor really does just get it you know what I mean she just freaking gets it the design in here is just stunning so we are coming to you live from 30a again this is my second time going but maybe it'll be even fucking better all right so uh basically what i realized after recording last uh this past episode is that i'm gonna do a little catch up we're gonna talk a lot of wedding stuff but um basically it ended up being kind of like the toast version of a fast five it was like a lot of pop culture catch-up moments but Obviously, this is a weekly podcast, not a daily podcast, so we're a little late on the game. It's not a very super, super current podcast material or pop culture material, but regardless, I still got stuff to say. I have opinions, all right? So y'all are going to get them. Okay, so let's talk about what I've been up to. Okay, first things first, what did I do today? This, You know what? This was not in yesterday's episode that never came to fruition because this hadn't happened yet. So today I was working on my wedding website and I, I don't know if any brides out there are just like, first of all, everyone doesn't have to have a wedding website. I've been like really trying to hammer down on like societal norms and things that people think you have to do because you get engaged. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Okay. So um, something that I'm choosing to do as a wedding website, but that's mostly because I am having a wedding abroad and there's just like a lot of information that comes along with that. And so we wanted a place where our friends and family that are from Europe, which are all of Jane's friends and family, and then all of my American friends and fam, they would call all just have like a, a place to see everything that's happening. Now, most people wouldn't need such in-depth like stuff. And then also most people didn't do a fucking engagement shoot like I did where I just had one trillion photos that I wanted to use for the website. So we should always, you know, keep that in mind as well. But basically I was going through these pre-made wedding websites and I just was like not feeling them. Like, I'm so sorry if I'm throwing any shade, like if you work there or you created these templates, everything that I wanted, I was just like, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And then I had this brief fleeting moment where I'm like, I'm just going to hire someone to create a website. I'm just going to reach out and be like, I'll post on Instagram. I'll say who can create a website. Like I need some help. And then I was like, that's fucking crazy. You don't have a job, Shannon. Like literally you do it. That's a joke. I have a job, but like, do you know what I mean? Like I have time. One thing about me, I have the time. So I'm at the beach and I'm at this coffee shop. You guys, I got there at 745. 745 and we're sitting there and I'm like you know what I'm gonna create the website I go to Squarespace which you might be rolling your eyes because it, there are still templated options but for the most part like I chose one that was like I had to code it which everyone was like use chat GBT for codes and I did for a couple things but anyways long story short at 3 30 p.m I realized oh my neck holy shit my neck hurts so bad but when I tell you this is the most stunning, gorgeous wedding website I've ever seen in my life, like I literally, I literally should quit everything and become a website, website designer. I don't even know how to say the fucking job title. I can't do that. I can't even say the title. Web designer. 
I should make websites, even though I probably for the hours and amount of time I would put in, I probably wouldn't, you know, we're not working super efficiently because I'm not good at it. But I was so proud of myself in the end result. And James was like texting an email or he was writing an email to all of his friends and family being like, hi, everyone. Here is the wedding website we worked on. And I was like, we, we, we motherfucker, we. And he was like, do you want me to say you made it? I was like, no, that would be so weird to put in the email. But like, I was so proud. I was like calling everyone. I was like, look at it. I made this. Look at this website I made. Anyways, um, just really proud of myself for doing that. But that took a very long time. But anyways, the engagement shoot. Okay. The engagement shoot. Oh, but all of this is to be said. If you don't like something, you're not happy with it, you can do your, we can do stuff. You know what I mean? Like quit your job at Google and make soap. Like quit like dicking around on Instagram and make your own website. Like I had time today and I did that. And I'm really proud of myself. So anyways, uh, we did that and let's talk about the engagement shoot. Now this is actually, this is funny because here's the thing about this engagement shoot. I am literally just triple checking that I'm still recording. I have PTSD. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are still recording, guys. So here's the thing about the engagement shoot. So um, I had this idea. Well, first of all, our photographer is just amazing. Her name's Rachel Bushwhacked on Instagram. Check her out. I cannot shout her out enough. This is not an ad. I literally paid for her services because that's what you should do when someone's really talented. You should pay them their rate, okay? She should raise her rates. So I literally was obsessed with her from day one. Actually, Anna Grace was like, I think you'd be in love with this girl. And I've seen her work before, but I hadn't really like done my due diligence. Plus, like I wasn't getting married at the time. So I didn't need a wedding photographer. But anyways, I go back and I look at her stuff. Anna Grace is the best. You guys know that Anna Grace is how I found producer Courtney too. She just interviews everyone and then gives them to me. Like, it's so nice. Shouts out Anna Grace. So we have an episode with her next week that I'm really excited for. So anyways, I love Rachel and she had all of these ideas for this engagement shoot and then I had some ideas for the engagement shoot and the next thing you know this snowball it just keeps rolling 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 and then I thought okay I gotta convince James who this man like this man he works for himself he has his own job but he works so he is like he doesn't have a nine to five but when I tell you from nine to five he's like he couldn't be he couldn't imagine if I were to be like, hey, do you want to go do X, Y, Z? He'd be like, uh, it's the middle of the work day. Like he like he really that's how he works. Right. That's not how I work. So anyways, I was like, so, babe, we have to take some photos for our engagement shoot, which I know you guys have said it before. But like Taylor was like, what the fuck is an engagement shoot? But you don't have to have one. I'm just extra as motherfucking shit. So I wanted one because like, duh, it's me. And so. I had all these plans, but also like when we got engaged on my boat, it was like, we just had iPhone footage. You know what I mean? So it's kind of just like, mm, we wanted some actual real photos because I want to use them for save the dates. I want to use them for our wedding website, etc. So anyways, I'm just making myself feel better for having this absurd shoot. So I tell James, I'm like, so Monday and Tuesday, he's like, right. I'm like the 12th and the 13th. He's like, right. I'm like, we have, I need you to block off both afternoons around. 11 o'clock onward for um our photo shoot and he was like two full day two full days you, we need two full days for these shoots I'm not gonna lie to you guys he was so actually like not I thought I was gonna have to really convince him he's like well if that's what you want to do for the shoot if that's what you need like I'll make it happen and I was like Right. oh my god slay so we did this shoot now it was all over the place we did some stuff at the house which really you know we got real sexy and intimate intimate with it and then we did some stuff that was a little nod to the engagement itself we went on a beautiful sailboat using sailing company in percy priest or on percy priest in nashville which is really cool because 
Well, sorry, I'm laughing because you guys listen to what fucking happened. This would only happen to me because you know why? Because they were like, you have a solo podcast and you're going to need something to talk about. So, oh, and then we did like this vintage car shoot that was really, really cool as well. Like all of it was fun, except for I did feel like I was going to die at one point because we had this like tool hanging off my neck and then we were like driving and I thought the tool was going to wrap around the wheel and I was going to get just like yanked back and like final destination style and die but I didn't and I'm here podcasting with you guys. I didn't die. So um, yeah, the boat, let's go back to the boat. So I call Michael Monaco. God love him. God love that man. He will literally do anything for anyone. He is the best friend and neighbor ever. So I'm like, yo, I really trust you and James and maybe like my dad to drive my boat and that's it. So here's the dealio squealio. We have this like shoot planned where we're on a sailboat and there are fabulous, gorgeous, amazing um, pictures going to be taken up close, but then it would be really cool if you could be on the pontoon on my pontoon and you could be, it's actually, it's a tritune. It's a tritune. So um, I thought you could be on the tritune out of the way. And then whenever it's golden hour, right when the sun's starting to set, my photographer could get on the pontoon and take far away photos of us. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, okay, done. You guys, he has three children. This is a Tuesday night. Like he has to like help with bedtime and dinner, but like, he's like, sure, no problem. Anything you need, Shannon, love you. Absolutely. So I'm like, wow, you're the best. So he, he comes out to my, to the lake. It's cold as shit. I'm not going to lie. Like the things we did for the shot, like I was in a sheer dress. Like I was fucking freezing and the photographer tried to make the shoot end of March because she was like, it's going to be really cold. And I was like, I know, but let's just knock it out. I was like, I won't care. I won't care. It'll be just so fun. I won't care. Uh, me, I cared. I was freezing, but nevertheless, we got the shot. But so we go and here's the thing about boats that y'all might not know. Well, let's talk about sailboats for a second. Sailboats, they don't have motors. Okay. They do, but they have little trolling motors. They're about to put it in perspective, my pontoon, tritune, whatever you want to call it, my boat has a 200 horsepower motor, okay? And it goes fast, but not like super fast. There are boats with way bigger motors. Some have two motors, et cetera, et cetera. Now a sailboat, it's going to do what, ladies and gentlemen? It's going to sail. It's going to sail with the wind. So that's its means of transportation. But they do have a tiny little trolley motor on the back that has four horsepower. So mine, my boat, 200 horsepower. Sailboat, four horsepower motor on the back. Then it basically just trolleys you around if you need a little direction. Scoot and boot. Scoot, boot, and boogie, okay? So we are on the lake. We're getting the shots. They're fantastic. It's just about time to be golden hour. And I look at my phone. And Mike, who's just been, you know, doing little donuts out, out of the way so he's not in the background of any of the shots, close up. I looked out at my phone to call him to be like, hey, we're ready. And I have a text message on my phone from him that says, um... Hey, I broke down. It, first of all, it was like from 15 minutes earlier. And it was like, hey, I broke down. Your motor won't start. And I'm like, oh, Gemini crickets. I was like, shit. Because here's the thing about my gorgeous, stunning. I'm like still worried that this is not recording. It is. Okay. Here's the thing about my gorgeous, stunning, and amazing um, boat situation. Now, where I keep my boat docked, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I post about him every time we go. But there's a guy that lives on his houseboat. He's not a guy. He's a man. He's a good man. He's a good man, Savannah. He lives on his houseboat directly in the slip across from my pontoon. His name is Tom. He's basically the mayor of the marina, I like to say. And he is the best. Like, he is amazing. He leaves little, like spiders and candy around Halloween on my boat he's always trying to like be sweet and like tell me a funny joke he's always like when I walk away he's like now do me a favor and I'm like what's that Tom he's like remember Jesus loves you and I'm like oh what a, just 
angel sweet man. He's always like, start. He, okay, bye. We got to listen to this. I don't have the keys to my boat. You ready for this? I, me, Shannon Ford, owner of boat. I don't keep the keys to my boat. Tom keeps them. Do you know why? Because he's an angel. And because he said to me, he says to me, hey, during the winter when you really need to be out there, like starting your boat. And since James and I moved to Franklin, like it's 45 minutes to the marina and it's also just freezing cold in the wintertime. So who's just skirting around on the pontoon? He is like, hey, leave your keys with me and I'm going to once a week start your engine so that your battery can recharge and your engine gets like some, you know, motion in the motion. And I'll make sure that I do that for you. And I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Like he is just the best. So we love Tom for that. And he had told me like, Hey, I've been starting your motor, but you know, it's cold outside. So batteries on boats tend to get a little, little wonky when it's cold out. So it died. So here's the deal. I said to Mike, okay, well, the Marine is close. So no one can come help us. This sailboat, we can move the sails and come to you. But uh, I know the first thing we should be trying to do is to get my boat that's died to a dock nearby so that we can jump it because uh, Tom has like a jumper cable because of course he does. Um, and I should carry one of my boat from now on. But I'm like, I know that's what we should do first and foremost, but um, it's golden hour and I really need this last shot. <laughs> he was like, okay, so we get this, we get this sailboat. We with the four horsepower motor, we tug, we we tow, we tow my huge ass tritune with the sailboat, which is like, here's the thing about sailboats. They really do operate on the wind. So like all the time on the lake, you see this all the time. It has nothing to do with like bad sailors. All the time you will see sailboats being towed in by other boats because like there wasn't enough wind or something happened. Like they're just finicky creatures and they are really hard to operate. So, so often you'll see sailboats being towed in by other boats, pontoons, for sure. Picture this, this sailboat is towing my pontoon back in. So we get it to the middle. We push off on the pontoon so that we can take some photos. I'm like, quick, 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 go push it far away. And then we take the photos. We get the shot. Honestly, they're fabulous. They're great. And then we then strap her back up to the um, sailboat. And then we, it takes us, I'm not kidding, 30 minutes. And we were so close to the marina. We could like see it. We could like throw a rock at it. It took us that long to get it back into the marina because it was being towed by a four horsepower motor. Anyways, that would happen to me, but we got the shot. They look fabulous. And the engagement shoot was really fun. And if you're thinking like, this is silly. Why do I need to take professional photos with my like boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever, like just do it. It's just fun. You don't have to be an influencer. It's just like, it's just a moment and it's fun. And you have the memories to look back on. And we're only going to be this young and hot forever. I mean, not forever. Damn it. I wish forever. So for this long to so do it oh, for this long. Guys, another huge thank you to Maidenform for sponsoring this episode. Now, I know you see me wearing this gorgeous blue number. It is so buttery soft. I love it. I am obsessed with it. I have it in two different colors. I have it nude. I have it in black. I love it so much. But here's the thing. You guys, Maidenform has been around forever, but get a taste of M. Now, M is a hot new collection of craveable intimates from Maidenform, which is a brand, like I said, that has a whole lot of history. They have been around since the very first bras, and now they are bringing you a new kind of classic, the chicest basics you've ever seen. I mean, you're looking at one right now on me. It is stunning, gorgeous. This whole episode, I've been wearing it. M is a collection from Maidenform, which is a brand with a hundred years, hundred years of innovation and category leadership. Okay. So they wrote the book on bras and you know, that's a long book and we want it to be a book that's well-written because bras can be a tricky thing and Maidenform has always done it so right. And M it's the next juicy chapter, all right? Now you have to feel it to believe it because I'm telling you right now, it is so yummy, so buttery soft, this fabric. Like you truly have to feel it to understand what it feels like. It is the softest, 
material ever. It feels way more expensive than they are because I ain't trying to break the bank over here. Okay. So great style that is also on trend and not going to put you into debt. Okay. So designs made from stretchy, comfy fabrics and incredible colors like this cobalt blue I'm wearing. Like I know I'm a redhead and it just look, looks incredible, but they have so many colors that are gorgeous. And as you can see right now, I'm wearing a little shrug over this. Like M can be worn as inner or outer wear. So style it to your taste, create a look that serves you, that serves literally nobody else, maybe serves the public. Who cares? Just know that you're going to look fabulous. Also, I love that this bra that I'm wearing right now in this whole entire podcast episode, it like clips in the back. So it kind of gives me extra cleavage. We love it. It's still super comfortable. Um, just genuinely love M, which is again, the brand that's coming from Maiden Form. I want you guys to all go online right now, get their underwear, get their bras, get their everything because you will love it all. And when you, when you feel it, when you feel it, you'll be messaging me saying, Shannon, you're right. I had to feel this to believe it. So you guys visit maidenform.com and use probably pod 20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's M A I D E N F O R M.com. Use code probably pod 20 for 20% off your first order. Okay, what else have I done? I have written down here, guys. I have to say, we have to give a huge, 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 huge rest in peace, rest in power to Toby Keith. Um, I'm literally such a big, huge fan of his. And here's the thing as well. Like, I started doing a little tribute for him on my Instagram, and I didn't even realize how emotional I was going to get. Like, I just love Toby Keith. You can't even imagine how much I love him. I'm so sad that stupid fucking cancer ripped him away from us too soon. Um, I mean, I just, I sang his show, his songs at my shows. I love him. I just want to give a massive shout out to Toby Keith. He changed my life. I love him so much. All right. I just really do. And who's, you know, what's so crazy. I was talking to Taylor because I was listening to one of my all time favorite whiskey for my man, be for my horses. I was listening to that song and I was like, did you think we would see a day? I'm so glad he's still alive. I'm so glad to stay alive as long as possible. Willie Nelson. But like, can you believe Willie Nelson outlived Toby Keith? That's just devastating. I just can't even believe it. I'm just so sad. Again, rest in power to the king of America, the man's man a true cowboy and legend, Toby Keith. We love you. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, I went to the Drake concert. You guys, I went to the Drake concert because love of my life, Marissa, you guys know her. She was on the podcast. She was there when I met James probably wouldn't have. I think about this all the time. Like Taylor literally says jokingly, but also for serious, she's like, uh, if you would have been in Barcelona with me on vacation in Spain, we would have, you would have not ended up with James. Cause I would have been like, cool. Yeah. You found a guy Bye, we're doing girls trip. And Marissa was like, Oh, you look so happy. Go have fun. Maybe Marissa was like tired of me. No, just kidding. She wouldn't be. But I was just like, Wow, Marissa, she's the goat. Anyways, it was her birthday, and her birthday fell on the same day as the Drake concert in Nashville. Now, here's the thing. I have never been this girly, and I texted her. I was like, well, she was saying she wanted to go to Drake. I was like, oh, my God, let's go to Drake. It'll be so much fun, blah, blah, blah. And I've never been the girly that gets tickets the day of. And she said, like, I was like, I'll buy tickets right now, which is already crazy because it was, like, the day before or something. And she was like, no, 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 let's just get dressed, go to dinner. And when we go to dinner – after we eat dinner and it's like 20 minutes before the show, we'll just look for tickets. And I was like, <gasps> and I know, listen, I know people do that. There are a lot of people probably listening to this to do that, but that I'm just like such a control freak. Like I am literally such a, what's it called? A uh, fan club, pre-sale fan club. Like I have so many annoying email chains that I can't get out of and that I keep putting in my junk. But like, I am the girl who will join the fan club online so that she can get the code for the pre-sale. And I'm not just talking Taylor Swift because I know we all had to go into the trenches to get those tickets. But like, I am the girl that for any concert will do that. Like Olivia Rodrigo, like anything I just, Rodrigo? Is it Rodriguez? It's Rodrigo. Why did I just like check myself on that? Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, I got Bella tickets to Olivia Rodrigo and it 
was literally the best gift ever for her 21st birthday. I got to dust my shoulders off on that one because she's playing in London and I snagged tickets for her and her best friend to go see. And I'm a genius. The best sister-in-law ever. So anyways, I'm I'm really torn. Is it Rodrigo? It's Rodrigo. Okay. Anyways, um, I've never been that girly that gets tickets the day of, like the hour of, the, the 30 minutes of. And it, you guys, I know it doesn't always work, but we saved like $250. Like I had looked at the tickets and I was behind Marissa's back, which is like, I'm nervous. I'm just buying them now. And I didn't because I was like, okay, we'll just like do what she wants to do. And we really did save like 300 bucks, which was really cool. So anyways, that was a great concert. I just literally love Jersey Drake, Champagne Poppy. I love him so much, but um, I might have a little bit of a hot take here. I enjoyed, which I was not picturing this. I enjoyed J. Cole more. Like, I'd never seen J. Cole live. He slayed. Like, he is so good. Like, he's just, he's really, really, really incredible. And I just loved him. And here's another thing about Drake. He he kept not finishing his songs, which was so weird to me. He kept, like, not going all the way like to the end of his song it was almost as if he was doing like a super bowl performance you know what i mean where he like medleys all the all of them together i don't know i was like dude finish your fu- that's my favorite like part finish it and i shit anyways um jersey drake can do no wrong i love him uh but yeah i definitely think j cole might have outshined him which is crazy because it's like you look at i know that they were like sharing the tour but like it's the drake tour but like nah j cole carried it it was sick I really liked it. It was great. And happy birthday to our queen, Marissa. Um, Okay, let's talk some wedding stuff. Now, I'm going to give you guys the tea. So I don't think I've said this like officially yet. Like I never like held up a sign that said like, she said yes. But I really do think you guys like, I don't think I know I paid for it. Like that was crazy. Why did I just lie to you guys? Why am I lying? Why am I lying? Um, She said yes to the dress. She did. She said yes to the dress. Um, I found the dress that I loved in New York. Bridal Reflections in New York City. If you have the chance to go or if you just want to make a trip of it. I actually met these girls. Um, They were fabulous. Oh, wait. You know what's so funny? When we were at Drake, these girls behind us. um, I can't remember if they followed me on Instagram or listened to the podcast. But they were so sweet, so nice, and so cute. And they were like talking to me. And I go, hold on, wait. Are y'all cool if I film myself? Y'all cool if I film myself during this? I ended up not. I don't even think filming myself. Maybe Marissa took a video of us or something. But I was like, I got PTSD ever since Kyle Jonas and I went to Taylor Swift and got trolled for just having a good time. I was like, y'all y'all good? And they all laughed. They're like, you're fine. And we did have a fantastic time with them. Okay, we really did. But I was all, I'm on high alert. I'm on red alert anytime I'm at a concert. Now I'm like, uh-oh, I'm having fun. Who's Who's upset? Who's upset that I'm having fun at a concert? Um, but they were really nice and they were super cool. So anyways, anyways. I said yes to the dress. We were at Bridal Reflections in New York, which again, I met this girl that was also there. I saw her at um, the infamous place where it was not the same day that I had the uh, armed robbery happen to us, but it was it was also, it was the next day when I went back because I'm just like obsessed with the drama of it all and I had to go back. Um, anyways, when I go back, this girl was like, I'm on a trip. I'm doing the same thing as you. Like I'm just coming to New York with my sister and my mom. It's such a fun place to go to try on dresses because obviously there's so many places, but Bridal Reflections in general, she was like, I'm going to Bridal Reflections tomorrow because I just posted it. I was like, no way, you're going to have the best time because the staff was so nice. There were so many. It can be very overwhelming to try on dresses, but they have them like like sectioned out really nicely. So you're not just going like poofy, straight, see-through, large, like 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 uh, really big. Like I don't know how to explain it, like really big layers and everything. I get really overwhelmed, but 
they had theirs sectioned out so beautifully that you were not overwhelmed. The sales associates were not pushy. They were not like, well, you have to figure out today. You have to figure out tomorrow. Like they were just super, super kind. They made me feel so beautiful. This one girl was like in the trenches helping like suck me into things so that I could really see what my waist looked like in them. Like I just had the best experience and then I left because I'm so indecisive and I was like I'm pretty sure this is my dress but I'm not sure because I tried on one in Nashville that I loved which by the way I went to adorn Nashville adorn in Nashville and that was also a great experience but I had tried on a dress there that I loved and then dress in New York and I was like trying to decide trying to decide trying to decide and then I was like okay what dress is one that I'm just like this is it and I went with the one that now I'm gonna be honest with you guys I never like had that moment where I like cried I texted Bridget and I was like Am I supposed to like cry and like have a moment? And she was like, I didn't like you did like maybe you do, maybe you don't. But like, I, I really was like, am I, is this not my dress? Cause I didn't like cry when I saw it. And she was like, no, not everyone does that. So I went with the one that I didn't want to take off. So the, the one I tried on in New York, I kept it on for like 45 minutes to the point that when it was time to try something else on, I was like, oh, well. I don't really want to take this one off. Like that is what I decided. Like I just wanted it on the other one in Nashville that I tried on, which also the one in Nashville was so expensive. And what is this ladies and gentlemen, a finance motherfucking podcast. So I was really proud of myself for choosing the less expensive one as well. But um, yeah, the one in New York, in, in Nashville that I loved, I really loved it. I'll have to share a picture of it later on. Um, I'll probably still wait until after my wedding because uh, I, it's kind of similar ish. I don't know. The vibes are kind of same, but I, I had it on for what like 15 minutes and then I was like okay well let's try something else on versus the one in New York I didn't want to take off so if you're looking for like some like feeling if you're indecisive like me maybe like cling tight to that feeling I don't know um also I'm going with Anna Grace to try on dresses next week by the time this podcast come out we'll have already done it I can't even believe we still get to just like be brides together like it's so freaking fun also you'll die she says to me she goes I was we were talking about what she was going to wear to her bridal dress try on it's going to be me her sister her mom and her mom's friend and she's like um and then if I find my dress quicker than I think like maybe you and I can try on some dresses together I know you think you found yours but like maybe it would just be fun and I said if you think for one fucking second I, I go you're out of your mind Anna Grace as if in front of your mother I'm gonna be like oh what Ooh, what about me? My, could I could I go ahead and try a couple on? Like that is, I don't know if I'm just Southern or what, but hail to the hail no girl. That is not what you do. You don't do that. So I was like, eh, no sister. And she was like, oh my God, it's not that deep. And I was like, it's that deep. We're not doing that. Um, Watch you guys be like, uh, your podcast came out. You were in a dress with Anna Grace at her. If, if, if I am, she literally forced me because I said no. Um, Anyways, okay. So we had that exciting news that I found my dress and I'm so excited. I can't believe like I found it and I'm like not even getting married anytime soon like you have to tell them so is it a giant Ponzi scheme like is everyone lying to us like if you're in the wedding industry are you lying are you lying like I don't know because why does everyone say that it takes fucking 25 months to get a dress like whatever date you tell them like my wedding date is this they all go "Ooh, I don't know okay like I don't like I don't think it's a sales tactic because they all say it I mean maybe it is I don't know but they all say the same thing they're like "Ooh, I don't know we're gonna have to we're going to have to see if that can work. I'm like, what? Like Taylor got married three months. She got married. She planned the most gorgeous wedding ever. And she got married in three months. I remember being like, there's no way you'll pull this off. Because if you go back and you look at photos from Taylor's wedding, she was like straight up like she had a full on wedding. She didn't have some like tiny little shotgun wedding. She had a big, huge wedding, 200 people, like gorgeous Nashville wedding. Right. And then when she said to these people that she wouldn't needed her dress in three months, they probably did the same thing. Ooh, uh, I don't know if we can do it. But like she got hers. So I don't know. I just feel like everyone's a big fat liar. 
liar pants and I'm sticking by that but I am really happy that I found it this dress is off me and it's not like I need it I, I said to my mom I was like I don't know I just like wish I had it sooner and she goes what would you do with it sooner and I was like that Sharon Kay is a great point I don't know <laughs> she's like what would you what do you want it for and I'm like you're right I don't know nothing I don't have a reason to want it sooner <laughs> walk around my house in it like you're right so anyways uh I got the dress and now let's talk about my bachelorette party because I haven't really gone into detail on this now here's the thing I feel like a lot of people reached out I'm totally interested in one of those like bachelorette like like where they do everything my friends want to fucking kill me because I keep planning my bachelorette and they're like you're not supposed to do this and I'm like yeah but I have control problems so I'm kind of like planning it myself but also I'm finally gonna let the reins go but I want to help my friends and I want to find one of those little companies that just kind of does a lot of stuff for you and ships all the decorations or whatever to the place you're going and I haven't told Instagram but I'll tell you guys in the podcast because this is my trust tree I have decided to do the Bahamas for my bachelorette which is really fun and I know this is going to sound crazy because you're like bitch is still the Bahamas but it's actually a lot more cost effective and I have this like deep-rooted like I don't know how to explain like I do know how to explain it I'll explain it right now um I feel so guilty for making everyone come to Italy for my wedding although it's like literally been my dream for my whole life and all of my friends and family know that I've said it literally every guy I've ever dated since college I've been like I want to get married in Italy so obviously it's for half of it was easy to convince because James's whole family and all of his friends live in Europe so they're like that's a two-hour flight for us sounds great we'll see you in Italy babe but like all my friends and family have been so nice, so kind. Like they have not made me feel guilty. They have not made me feel weird. They've all made me feel so excited, so supported, so happy. But there is just something about, and like if you guys are listening to this and you've done a destination wedding, I'm sure you can like understand where I'm coming from. There is something about like this just like weird pit guilt feeling where I'm like, oh my God, everyone's having to spend so much money on travel just to come see us get married. But like whatever, I had to put that aside. But regarding my bachelorette, I was like, I'm not going to ask now. Shannon that would be getting married in America she would be like we're going to Ibiza for my like fucking bachelorette bitches strap in but because I'm getting married out of the country I'm not about to ask everyone to go out of the country and spend a bunch of money for my bachelorette either so I which you guys I I hear you I hear you you're gonna be like but bitch but babe you get married I mean you're doing your bachelorette in uh the Bahamas that's not in America that's out of the country that's expensive well here I'm here to tell you that I have gone into my Instagram treasure trove influencer body belt what I don't know what that is my Instagram tool belt and I have decided that I'm going to get some collaborations so I'm trying to make this as cost effective as possible for my friends and family um, that are coming to the bachelorette trip and it just made a lot of sense because all five bridesmaids are on the east coast I wanted to do Cabo and I know what you guys are thinking everybody does Cabo for their bachelorette but it's fucking fun y'all it's fucking fun but I was like I can't ask everyone to fly all the way to basically LA and then go down to Mexico like it's just a lot so it was it was a lot more expensive flight wise as well so some of my bachelor or some of my bridesmaids are in Florida so it's like a one-hour flight to Bahamas a lot of my friends are in South Carolina Nashville my sister's in Dallas so she's actually probably the furthest away and then of course Bella she's literally I was like Bella you obviously do not have to come to you know the Bahamas I would not expect you she was like girl I'm coming I was like I literally love you so much so she's coming all the way from London love that um but yeah so it's in the Bahamas I'm really excited I'm just doing Nassau I just feel like it's fun and here's the thing too you maybe I don't want to speak for you guys but me personally I was one of those girls who was like oh yeah when I get married I don't want to do all this like basic stuff like when I get married I'm not gonna do all this stuff when you get married I'm so mad at myself for being so judgy like when you do get married and you're a bride and it's time for your like your moment you really do want the cheesy stuff like you want the sweet cliche cute little things like you want the themes you want the 
pictures. You want the like faces on tattoos. Like you do want all that stuff. And it's so fun. And I'm so glad to be on this side of it and to not be a hater because I'm like, you know what? Everyone live your truth. Everyone do exactly what you want to do. Like I, I just love it all. I love seeing people happy and celebrating. And it's funny. I never was a hater about any of it. Like you guys, I live in Nashville. I am so not a bachelorette hater. Actually, there are so many people in Nashville that live here that are like, Oh, the bachelorettes. I'm like, whatever. It's so fun. And it brings so much tourism and it's amazing. So I, if you're a bachelorette party, come to Nashville. I love you. But I just am not a hater like that at all with, in regards to that. But I definitely never thought I would want some of the things that now that I'm in these shoes, I'm like, no, I do kind of want them. It's fun. Being basic is fun. Um, so anyways, I'm just happy to do all those things. And again, I've got my friends are literally going to murder me because I'm like, I need to just let the reins go and let them like, you know, handle some of it. But when you're in the Bahamas and I'm very excited, um, you guys heard it here first. Not that it's literally a big deal at all, but that's where I'm going to do the bachelor party. So I'm really excited about that. Anything else in regards to the wedding? Let me think. Nope. But you guys did ask some of my favorite TV shows. Let's talk about that because let me walk you through me and James. Oh, no. The Super Bowl. We had to talk about the fucking Super Bowl first. Okay. So obviously, I'm not going to lie. I was pulling for the 49ers. I was torn because me, love Taylor Swift. And I really wanted to see that moment on the end of the at the end of the field or at the end of the game on the field. I wanted to see that moment that we so beautifully got with Travis, with Taylor, embracing having a you know what I mean I wanted that moment but I wanted the 49ers to win because I just love the girlies the wives of the 49ers I love the Kittles I love Olivia Culpo I just love I love all of them and I just wanted to see a win I wanted to see a W also like no one's like unless you're from Kansas City like who's really pulling for the same people to win the Super Bowl that won last year you know what I mean so anyways I I really was hoping for a 49ers win we didn't get it I'm not even, a, I'm not like, I'm not really a sports fan, but I just wanted them to win. I also, oh my God, you guys, I lost so much money sports betting. Cause here's the thing about sports betting. One, I just love gambling. I love betting in general, but, um, don't bet on sports. If you don't really, if you don't really understand sports, because I was on my little app, my little app where I was uh, betting. I'm not going to say one because no free advertisement here. Um, but this is an opportunity. If you want to reach out, I do love sports betting, but I was basically on this app and I wanted to take something that's called the money line. Okay. I called my dad. I'm like, he's like, who are you taking for the money line? He knows I always do that because money line's easy. It basically means who's going to win. Okay. Now here's what I do. I hedge my bets. I literally bet on both teams because I was like, whichever one I lose, I'll win with the other one. I know I did a difference in amounts of money, but I'm like, you know, thinking I'm Gucci baby. Well, what I didn't realize you guys was that I did some weird thing where I like bet on the first quarter slash money line. So like, here's what happened guys. I don't know if you'll watch the game, but no one scored in the first quarter. So I automatically lost my two biggest bets. I mean, hundreds of dollars. I lost because I simply did not realize that I wasn't just betting on the end result of the game. I was betting on the first quarter end result, which would have been fine. By the way, I would have still won one of those bets. If someone would have scored in the first quarter, I was so, I was so mad at myself. I was like, you have got to stop fucking doing this shit, Shannon. You do not know sports well enough to be doing this. So, um, anyways, I have another question for you guys that you can't answer back. Cause I'm literally just talking to my screen, but here is what I'm wondering. Like, I want to know so bad. Obviously we never saw Joe and Taylor, like their relationship play out. Was that a her thing or was that a him thing? Was that a them thing? Like has Travis just like made her feel so comfortable and so out of her shell that she can be so publicly displaying her relationship? Because like, obviously I'm loving it. I'm loving it, but I'm so curious because she would have never, ever, ever even so much as like shown a pipsqueak of her like relationships or emotions or like embraces with Joe ever. And then here she is like, does she know like, 
Surely she knew. Like, she's out here on this football field, and Travis, and they're embracing. He's mic'd up. You hear them. He's like, he's like, come here, baby girl. Come here, baby girl. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too, baby girl. And like, they're not even that country. I don't want to make them sound like that. But you know what I mean? Like, we hear their breathless sighs of, like, exasperated, like, celebrations. Like, we, we hear it all. And I'm like, is she cool with this? Like, she was really not cool with this before. And now she seems so cool with this. So, I mean, I'm obviously, as a consumer, I'm loving it. I'm literally loving it. And I love to see my Tay girl happy. I really do. I obviously think they're in game. Now, oh my gosh, who was it? I think it was James, dumbass. James was like, do you think she's going to get proposed to at the end of the game if they win? I was like, what in the, f no. Oh my God, no. Also, why was everyone so, the internet was so up in arms about his like speech. Like, what do you, he, first, first things first, he's not even the quarterback, right? I don't know that. And he's not. He's not the quarterback. No, he's definitely not the quarterback. The the Purdy guy is the quarterback, I think. Anyways, he's not even the court. No, Purdy's the 49ers. Anyways, whatever. Travis Kelsey's not the quarterback. I'm pretty positive. Anyways, he's not even the quarterback. That's the guy that in my head I think, like, he's got to make the speech. He's the Tom Brady of it all. He's the one that's got to, like, be like, to the young boys watching this, you can do it. Like, he's the one that's got to do that. Travis Kelsey, everyone was so, like, is this a hot take? I don't know, Bill. Everyone was so upset that he was like, Viva Las Vegas, let's party. Like, so what? Oh, my God. Like, he had to get up there and give a Grammy award-winning speech. Who cares? Everyone's like, he should be ashamed. Now, I did see him, like, yell at the coach or whatever, which obviously, like, not a vibe, but tensions and emotions run high. I'm pretty sure he apologized for that. The coach seemed so unbothered by it. Like, in the after, you know, interviews, he's like, LOL, don't care. Um, we're Super Bowl winners. But, yeah, it was so weird to me that the internet was, like, d demanding, demanding that he, like, apologize for his speech after. I'm like, he just said, Viva Las Vegas. Like, let's party. He just won the Super Bowl. Like, who cares? That was so weird to me. Sometimes the internet weirds me out okay we're gonna close this out by talking about something you guys ask me about all the times which is oh my gosh well you don't ask me about this all the time you do ask me about tv shows i watch and definitely we james and i watch we love watching a show like we love a show now he wears those stupid little elton john glasses that are so lame that are like orange that block out all the blue light but he swears it makes him like so much sleepier before bed i don't know but we watch um tv before we go to bed we finished outlander or no he does not watch Outlander. You know who watches Outlander, though? James's dad, which is so unexpected because he's like a finance guy. And I'm like, you watch this show about these people that go back in the future that are like fairies and witches and fuck. <laughs> like, I love that about you, Mark. Um, Outlander, incredible series. Watch Outlander if you haven't. And if you tried to watch it and couldn't get into it, try, motherfucker, because you will love it. Um, James and I finished Peaky Blinders, which we really, really, really loved. It was amazing. And if you tried to watch that like myself and couldn't get into it, my friend Colleen said the same thing. And I was like, try it again with subtitles. It's one of those shows where you really, really have to watch it with subtitles like to, to understand it. And then it's an incredible show. James and I are like sad we can't watch Peaky Blinders anymore because we finished it. So now we are watching Billions. Billions is great. Now you do have to cut you like it's one of those shows where you can't just like not watch like you have to pay attention because it's set in like dc slash new york and there's a lot of like political jargon kind of that goes along with it but the storyline the actors and everything about it is like really good it really hooks you in so that's a great show we've been watching it right now i actually had watched season one but nothing else so i'm finally caught up with like stuff i haven't seen before and it's a really really good show it's the same guy from homeland um the redhead who is so wait I just realized Outlander has a hot redhead, although I don't think he's a natural redhead. And then this guy, Damien something, and it's his real name, but on the show, he's Bobby Axelrod. Yo, I do not think redheaded dudes are attractive. He is so hot to me in this show. He really is just an attractive, and he's definitely a redhead. He has like freckly arms and legs, and he's a redhead, but I'm like, 
you are hot and I don't understand why. Um, so watch Billions if you haven't. I also like for the girls or the boys, I was obsessed. James just would never watch this with me. I was obsessed with Downton Abbey. Loved it. The Crown. So sad that's over. Can't believe that's over. I just, what a series. What a series. Truly just love that to my core. It took me so long to watch it because I would just pause it and Google everything about it because it was just such a beautiful masterpiece and well thought out and put together series. I just, if you're obsessed with anything, like I've been obsessed with royal culture, British culture before I met James. And I, like, if you're into that kind of stuff, the royal family, watch it. It is just so good. Okay. Now we're going to end on me saying, how dare you guys? How dare you guys not tell me more ferociously because I know you guys are always like reading like I know I did, like reading is not a new thing okay like the girlies are out here on book clubs like everyone loves the read heads everyone listens to the toast and knows that literate women you know are important everyone's reading on their kindles everyone's doing it but here's the thing y'all always gave me shit for listening to my audibles I get it and not all of you but like a lot of you did but I love to listen to audibles for like mundane tasks or whatever like they're my favorite um and when I'm doing like random chores or whatever like it's my favorite thing to do just throw on an audible book so I can just like mindlessly do my tasks while also listening to basically a movie but I will say this again you use the same research shows that you use the same part of your brain to listen as you do to read so you're still retaining the information not that I really I'm really just like making a case for myself because I hate when people are like you listen to the book you don't read the book whatever I've never been like a Kindle girly I've never been like a sit down and read girly then the other day I don't know what got into me oh I know what it was Bella Bella was talking to me about wanting me to read some book and I was like yeah okay I will I'll download it on audible and she was like Shannon I said read and I was like Bella you were to I'm like you use the same part of your brain she's like but it's like watching a movie basically and I was like you're kind of right anyways I thought maybe be a nice little way to like wind down and I literally said to myself I'm gonna buy this Kindle and I'm never gonna pick it up again I'm never gonna use it y'all y'all I have never in my life felt better than everyone ever like I am better than you. I'm better than him. I'm better than her over there. I'm better. I'm better than everyone. When I'm reading, I'm better than everyone. The literal pedestal I put myself on when I was reading my Kindle, I was like, James, by the way, reads all the time. He is like such a self-help book reader. He would like to read before bed instead of watch TV. He is, you get it. He's Mr. Health Nut. He's reading, right? But like for whatever reason, whenever I was reading my Kindle the other day, he was on his phone, probably like still looking up some weird scientific research paper that he loves to look up, but he was on his phone and I just looked over at him and I just thought to myself, Look at him over there. Look at this low life peasant just scrolling on his phone. And I'm here reading, educating myself. I'm reading a book. You guys have literally read one book on a Kindle. One. It's it's called The Housemaid. It's called The Housemaid. Yeah. House Housemaid. Housewife? Housemaid. Yeah. And then The Housemaid's Secret is the anyway sequel. I, you guys, I literally, I can't believe it. I want to read all the time. I devoured the book. It was like a weekday. Like I had shit to do. And I just sat there and I just read the whole thing. I finished it all in one day. One day I was done with the book and I just loved it. And it wasn't a huge book. Like obviously it wasn't like I'm listening to Fourth Wing and Iron Flame right now. And you guys, I, we walked into a bookstore and I saw that bitch like thick boy it's a thick boy I saw it and I was like what is this Harry Potter shit no wonder the audiobook is 23 hours long anyways I'm reading on my Kindle and we get to the beach and I'm like dare I say I'm gonna be a girly that reads at the beach now anytime I go to the beach I'm gonna be reading anytime I go to the pool I'm gonna be reading which is great for Taylor because she loves to tan because you know she actually sees physical results from it I get nothing from it so I can't see it and she's like you cannot sit still when we go to the beach or the pool like you have to be up doing stuff and I'm like yeah now I'll be the girly with my Kindle reading I can't believe I wasn't doing it sooner it is so great and what did I do 
I get to the beach. We're here the first day. Sunny. It's beautiful. We're having a little freaking smoked tuna dip from Bud and Allie's. It's got me in an absolute goddamn chokehold. I love it so much. And we are sitting there and I look at James and I go, oh my God. Oh my God. I forgot my Kindle. I forgot my Kindle. And he was like, oh shit. How'd you do that? You literally just said you wanted to be one of the girls that reads on the beach. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, damn it. I was like, all right, well, here I am thinking I'm smarter than everyone, better than everyone. And I forgot my Kindle. So I was like, damn, I'm just going to have to go buy another Kindle. I'll just go get one and um, I'll just give it away. Like I'll give it to one of my followers or something like, you know, they're 120 bucks. And he was like, Shannon, you're not going to buy another Kindle. And I was like, babe, I have to have a Kindle. I have to read. I want to read while I'm here. We're like here to relax. Like I want to read while we're here. I was like, seriously, it's okay. Like I never really, really like do PR boxes or anything for my followers. I'll give it away. He, he looked at me. He goes, Shannon, why? wouldn't you just buy a book while you're here and I was like you know what that is smart why don't you buy a $14 book instead of a $120 Kindle that you already own and I was like that I didn't think about that one that is smart that is you know maybe you actually are smart even though you're not reading like I'm reading I I don't know that was funny so anyways I ended up buying the sequel to the book that I read on Kindle the housemate's secret and I'm reading it physical copy nothing quite hits like a kindle though i really love it anyways i just feel better than everyone if you're listening to this i'm better than you because i read a book okay and maybe you're reading more books than me i don't know but i just still feel far superior all right guys that is quite literally all i had inside of me because i repeated this exact episode yesterday it could have been less funny it could have been more funny i don't know just like subscribe and comment anyways i never say that anymore actually i never really do i never say leave nice um reviews if you liked this subscribe to my channel on podcast or spotify i love you guys so much buy tickets to the live shows um get yourself some maiden form and thank you again maiden form for sponsoring this episode you guys are the goat this blue looks stunning on me love you guys so much